as we go into 2024 Sulinha community think of your finances and how that has been maneuvered cared for and loved um, during the past few years and how you want that to look this year don't be afraid of it and know it is a place of strength when you are in full awareness of what your finances look like hi my name is chanel hi everyone my name is ashley welcome to soothing her the podcast a transformative journey through the art of healing yes yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing the power of resilience sharing personal stories and welcoming expert insights truly this is soothing her the podcast this is soothing her Soothing Hair Community, good day. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode. This will be our fourth for the month of January. So fourth episode coming into the new year. We're so excited for you to join us here again. And every year we start off talking about goals. I am your co-host, Chanel Dulee, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Ashley Ojiako. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode on Soothing Her. As Chanel said, I am your other co-host, Ashley Orgiaco. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much again. This episode, we're talking about financial goals, financial plans, and it's titled Money Wolf. So it could be both ways in that sense. When you are embarking on a healing journey, there are so many different aspects that you have to consider and finances is a major one of them would you agree ash what was your take on that i agree i think that when you are in a healing journey it's just a good idea to not only of course look into the other areas of healing like working on yourself and self-development but also taking a look at you know your finances and, and where you are with that um where are you in your debt to income ratio where are you in your career your, your salary um do you have any plans for the year that you would like to start saving it's just a good time because you're doing so much inner work that it's just a, also a good time to look at your finances and um, become more financially intelligent in certain areas or if you want to learn more about certain things you have the time to gather like books you have the time to do research you just have all this time to just really invest in yourself it definitely is starting off the starting off a brand new year and ensuring that you are setting milestone goals for you to work up towards definitely sets the precedence of the direction that you will go for you i normally speak about goals to start the year financially i typically don't because i feel mine just continue flowing from the previous year however i do do a financial assessment it would be totally wrong being a financial advisor wealth manager to not look at your own finances 
So for me, it always takes the precedence of ensuring that I have an idea of where I'm starting the year and I am outlining the direction of where I want to conclude the next year, whatever that year might be. Yeah, I think where I've started now in the new year is continuing to work with my financial advisor, someone that I started working with last year um, and really reviewing those notes that we took with each other. So him explaining to me um then you know the purpose of having like good debt to income ratio like the breakdown that we did of all like my bills and um how much that i should be putting towards um investment and into like my roth ira and looking at other investment opportunities as well and also thinking about okay long-term goals too you know it is one of my long-term goals to purchase a, a home of my own um, and it's definitely something that I'm working with my advisor on to know exactly how much I should be putting down, how much I should be saving, things to really uh, consider when it comes to purchasing a home, different loans and all of that. And so and also just looking at the market in different areas. And so um, it really feels nice when you have so much to look forward to um, and you are excited about or you just feel good that like you know exactly how much money is coming in like where your money is going what things you want to invest in and then also getting excited for other projects or say you want to start a business or say you also are looking into buying a home becoming a homeowner yourself it's just like um, it's hard work and it's like I know it takes a lot of sacrifice and like discipline especially when it comes to your spending habits but um, it just feels really good to get a grip on all of that. Like, This is such a great time for you to get some books and learning about all this stuff. It's empowering. It definitely takes a lot of courage to look at your finances because many people have a toxic relationship with finances, with theirs. And it could have been from how they were raised, the culture and conversation about money in their home um, from upbringing, and therefore, as adults, they do not want to face the truth of what their dollars look like. So in a healing journey, it's the wholesomeness of ensuring that you are looking internally at different aspects of your personal life. And of course, your finances play a huge role in that, how it is affecting that personal life of yours. What are the things that you're able to do and you cannot do because your finances are not in order? So you have to realize if one thing, if there were goals that you set for your, you had set for yourself in 2023 and they did not come to fruition and you're looking at the present year right now and maybe you might be looking back with regret and saying, I should have done this, I should have done that. The, I should have done this. What exactly were they? And how do you look at what you did wrong that this did not happen? So put strategic steps in place. Either it is a negative cash flow. If you have a deficit every month, look at your budget, look at your income and just look at where you're spending your money, what you're spending it on, where you can cut back. What are the discretionary things in your budget that you can see on a month to month basis or quarterly basis? I don't need this. I can sacrifice this. This is where I'm going to put that extra surplus on my budget towards. Or where can you reallocate some of your expenses to know that you are doing a more healthy pathway in that cash flow to 
build up to a positive net worth because you are ensuring that you're not looking at the short term. The long term could be just what the end of 2024 looks like because you've never done work in your finances that look like that. So long term in many people's view is five, 10 years from now. Short term is any time before that. But if you've never really done work in your finances and you've been scared of it, a quarter at a time, six months at a time, a year at a time, can be that long-term goal for you to ensure that you are putting the pressure on yourself of discipline to look at your money, to ensure where you're going. Coming from within my personal healing journey, coming from a dual income household and having to go to just me taking care of myself, it was difficult because I wasn't paying as many bills before as I now had to undertake on my own. And I had to really assess my finances, running the business, paying for administrative services, you know, having to ensure that all those bills were met and then my household expenses were being met, ensure that I was being such a miser, if anything. Like I had to be so laser focused on every single penny of what I was earning and where my money was going and ensuring that if on a monthly basis plans or income were to change, I had backup to ensure I had a reserve fund to ensure that I could have covered these expenses. So you just, you do not want to be stuck in a financial situation where you are nervous, you're unsure of the next move that you're going to make. You can't make the next move that you want personally and entrepreneurshiply or even business-wise because you haven't done the work. You don't know what the work looks like. So ensuring that doing all of this work is all the more reason why being financially intelligent is so important because you have to know what point A looks like and where you're going to point B and what is going to take you there. Oh my gosh, that's good things. <laughs> a word. <laughs> yes, that was a word. Um, but yeah, similar to Chanel, like some of the common challenges that um, people face when managing finances during a healing process. It, it really is that, especially I can relate to that too. I also came from a dual income household and, you know, finances weren't really talked about much. It was my parents kind of just wanted us to know that things were taken care of, which, you know, as they should, but no one really sat down with me earlier on throughout high school, throughout college to really take understand like the importance of saving i think that was the biggest thing for me and i think it's like one of the common challenges that we i think in a healing journey you will face is, is the importance of like saving because while you're on your healing journey you know you're taking the time to invest in yourself you're getting resources you are um, for example like therapy and you know maybe that's covered by your insurance or maybe you're having a hard time with that um it's also in a time where you know, if, if for those of you that um, are having a hard time, like maybe finding a job during this time and like making ends meet and everything, like it is really hard to even save. Like, but I remember growing up, like even if there was one conversation about finances, the number one thing that my dad always told me was the importance of like saving, just like save, 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 no matter how small it is, because when you look at it, it, it adds up in such a long in the long run. So what I would do sometimes is like I would set like an automatic amount in my account that would just go straight to a savings or I would use like other apps where I would 
make different goals. Like say I wanted to save for a really nice, um, I don't know, a pair of shoes and I'm going to I'm gonna have a wedding or something. And I'm just like little things that I did like in college that I would just put automatic money away to save for that. Or I would say, hey, like, I think I'm spending too much on like going to Starbucks and stuff. Maybe I can cut down on that. And that's something that I could put away um, and save for some, for something else. Also, the importance of having um, all of your bills, the amount that you pay in your bills monthly, but times, but have that for a period of like, I've like three to six months in advance, like having that in your savings, like so hard to do, but it's so valuable because, you know, say something happens and you have something to like fall back on. Um, and then you're not, when you're already in a healing, like you're just already have so much you're worrying about and so much you're already going through, like mentally, like the last thing you want to do is worry about, um, I don't have, I can't make rent this month or my phone bill or anything like that. Like, you know, that just anything like that would add more stress to you during this time. It's like the purpose is just to really allow you to just stay as calm and peaceful as possible and the least stress. And so if you can really take a look at that and like, you know, face some of those challenges that you have. I know for me, it's so it's saving. It's uh, making sure that I'm not um, overspending on things and I'm just really monitoring that. Um, and it really alleviates like so much stress. It definitely does. They do say that finances is one of the biggest stresses out there for anyone. And just imagine having that be amplified by a traumatic situation or just one that is chronic, it's long-standing, you've been dealing with it for such a long time, and now you have finances thrown into that. That's such a disruption because you are confused on which do you focus at one time but if you have your finances in order it just allows you to have the flexibility of taking an approach in such a different way just as you mentioned either you are able to pay for therapy or you're not able to pay for it or you're able to take a little vacation or you're not able to pay for it. i mean it can limit you in so many different ways but you just have to ensure that you are being honest about it you are taking the steps and it can the challenges when it comes to your finances, especially in the healing journey, can take so many different faces. It is either just your emotional spending, as I said, you might just go and spend, spend, spend. That impulsive spending leads to you in a deeper debt load because you've probably spent money that you don't have access to and you have no idea where it's going to come from to replenish any of the sources that you have depleted. So you have to ensure that you are being mindful of what you're spending, how you're spending it, and your current existing situation. How is that? How has that changed from either before the circumstance that you might be dealing with that you're hating from, and what it looks like moving forward on your own? So just ensuring that you, like those challenges will exist and they will come. Like everybody has financial challenges, but you just have to ensure that you are not letting that hinder you if you have a matter of a loss of income or people are depending on you for income even during that time because that does happen sometimes you have family members that you're caring for that you're taking time to take care of and now instead of you having the focus of just you to take care of now you're adding the stress of somebody else that you're taking care of because of that emotional spending, you might struggle with budgeting. So just ensuring that, again, you're looking at where your money is going. You are 
creating a budget, you are sticking to it, you're being mindful of the money that you have. And you have to be very honest. You have to want this as as much as it is asking you to want it because it's just going to create a spiral of other situations that's going to be hard to recover from if you ignore that one thing, if you ignore your finances, of course. So as a financial advisor herself, <laughs> hi, self-proclaimed, I guess. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, really, guys, this is what she does for a living. Um, and she's amazing. So I just wanted to, as we're talking about the common challenges people are facing and the th- different things that can occur, like while you're on the healing journey and, they, and why it's so important to get a grip on this now so you don't add any additional stress, like what would you say like from your profession and your yeah, from your, um, get your professional opinion on good tips for assessing your current financial situation. We may have touched on it earlier, but just from like your professional opinion, what would you say? There, there's always a few more, definitely. Thank you for that question. Let's start at the bottom. Of course, for us to at least have some sort of healthy financial perspective, more than likely uh, we're earning an income. And more than likely, we have expenses. So make sure that you are reviewing your income and expenses. You are setting an appropriate budget that is within your means so that you know that the cash flow, the money that you have coming in from your income is adequate enough to cover the expenses that you're burdening yourself with. And those liabilities will continue. Some of them we can't escape, like rent or mortgage, gas, um, auto expenses, you know, insurances. What about some of the assets? Setting aside money for your emergency fund, your savings, so ensuring that you have a goal established for that. Ashley mentioned a really good point of earmarking what an emergency fund would look like. Looking at your monthly expenses. So therefore, if you have a budget, you have an idea of how much you spend monthly. With that budget, you can go ahead and say, well, if I were to lose my job or an emergency happen in my finances, I have about three to six months of my expenses covered so build up to that and you can set within your budget based on your extra money that you have per month your surplus we would call that i can put a hundred dollars into that emergency fund whatever is possible with ensuring that you have the mental focus to set that allotment going to a separate account for that goal and have it titled if you have a spreadsheet that you're tracking like your net worth and other expenses you are also ensuring that you are tracking how close you're getting to the target of that emergency fund. And with that budget, you're tracking your spending habits. You are looking at where your money is going. Are you spending on on items that are unnecessary? Are you spending on items that are taken away from you getting towards your financial goals? How do you cut back on those? How do you monitor those discretionary spending to identify areas where you can say, well, I don't need this. This is hindering from from getting to my goal ultimately assessing your debt load debt is a huge derailment of many of our financial goals we're ensuring that we are applying money towards paying them down monthly and having debt be paid down or paid off can be done in many different ways so you just have to figure out within your budget what is the best way if it's a snowball debt plan you're looking at higher balances or lower balances, high interest rates, lower interest rates, however that combination might look for you, just figure out within your budget what is possible so you're not freaking out 
from what is possible usually it is typically the lowest balance so at least you get rid of that sooner and then you can apply whatever you're paying towards the next balance and then snowball that down to the next bigger one so you have a few options being a financial advisor it would hurt my heart to not say that ensuring that you're reviewing your retirement savings you definitely have to ensure that that no matter what it comes you are putting some money aside towards your retirement. You're putting money towards um, your financial future. So you being able to live the independent financial life that you want, that you feel is possible. So you're putting money aside for you caring for that. And within that, that is just one aspect of financial goals. When you're doing your budget, if it's sometimes the budget dictating financial goals, meaning that you can write your financial goals, you can look at what your budget allows you to do. But typically, I'd recommend that you look at your budget and, of course, you see what's possible because then that will help to alter things around. And you set some financial goals. Either it is on a 12-month scale, a 6-month scale, a 2-year scale, a 5-year scale, a 10-year scale. Set some financial goals because we all have those goals. We Either if it's short-term or long-term, we all have goals that we would like to accomplish financially. And it can be hard when you don't have a map of where you are to where you want to go. And ensuring that you're reviewing, you're reviewing annually. What have you done? Have you accomplished some of your goals? Are you on target? Are you tracking appropriately? And if the next year means that you might have gotten a bonus at the end of the year, what are you doing that bonus? Where are you allocating those funds to? So with that precedence, multiple different areas needs to be considered. So just take a comprehensive view of where your money is, what you want it to do for you, and how can you place this in, in strategic buckets to put it to work for you. At the end of the day, you are working for your money. There is absolutely no way that a penny needs to be sitting in your bank account without working back for you. Like, put that dollar to work. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Um, so, oh gosh, that was so good, dude. Um, the highlighting, yes. So even with looking and applying these tips from Chanel and... We also wanted to highlight, you know, the importance of setting like realistic financial goals, too. So in all the different areas that Chanel mentioned, you know, when you are looking at your budget, when you're looking at the money that you want to put in your retirement retirement funds, you know, as she mentioned just now, like putting that dollar to work, like. But be also realistic as well, like understand exactly where you are um, and then don't beat yourself up if you can't if you can't put as much as. Um, you, you would like to on some months or if even if you're paying something down a debt a car credit card debt something as simple as a credit card debt or if you're paying back your car your car note um, or in you know if you are a student and you have student loans like and you're putting something down so that you're at least paying something down you know even if it's just a little bit and it's not as much as you maybe you would like but at least you're working you know that you're working towards that i think that's so beneficial because it's not like you're just letting it sit there you know and you are taking conscious steps every day no matter how small they are and so we mean by realistic it's just you know not beating yourself up for the amount of money that you can put down towards something or your payment plan or on you have to do payment plans on certain things like just 
know where you are and know that again like you are on your own timeline with whatever your financial goals are um, and don't feel the need to um, yes it's important to seek out advice from other financial advisors and even t- speak to your friends as well that are very that are also financially intelligent and that way you can you know get some of their own tips and see what works for you um, but also try not to when you are looking at yourself like try not to compare so much about where other people are at in their own timeline um, because you know you don't know what work or sacrifice that they may have put in and everyone starts from ground zero like Chanel mentioned like starting from the bottom so everyone is got to where they are and they started from somewhere yeah everybody has had the tenacity to work you know so you definitely can't be jealous of anybody else you know showing that they've they're reaping the rewards of their hard work in their finances because they've done the work that they thought was possible for them and as she said it's so beautifully that you cannot beat yourself up about not accomplishing certain goals in a time frame that you expected so maybe an additional tip you can consider is what if you were to prioritize some of those goals and say maybe paying on my debt takes the precedence of me saving this amount of money per month you might not beat yourself up as much but what it will do is at least you will be able to congratulate yourself when you make those milestone achievements and it will streamline the focus into one particular area because by having multiple goals and feeling like you're overwhelmed by how do you focus on achieving them is that you become you get burnt out you become frustrated because you feel like you're not going anywhere because that's why you the reason is because you have such a wide array of focuses you're like where do you pinpoint where do you go for this month or for this quarter but if you were to say well it's going to be my debt focus or it's going to be my emergency fund it's going to be maxing up my ira this month or my 401k or whatever that might be for you you are able to ensure that you are at least streamlining the focus you're laser focused in that area to know what is going to be required of you and you do what is within your means to accomplish that so you have to be honest you have to set those goals and you have to be honest about what you can accomplish if you really want to go somewhere and not be scared of it because when you look at it on the assessment time frame if you're giving yourself every three months you're looking and you're checking or if you're checking every six months or if you're checking annually you have to open up that spreadsheet. You have to open up those accounts and check where you are and what you're accomplishing. And you cannot be afraid of the results because the results are going to show what you have been committed to and what you can do in the next year or in the next month to alter things and enhance the accomplishment that you're trying to work towards. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, emphasizing some of the positive impact of that financial stability just think of it in a way of that this is you're taking care of yourself you know we are in yeah we are in a healing season and so that means we are taking care of ourselves in all aspects of our lives like both you know all the other areas that we have identified but most importantly like your finances like you're setting yourself up and if you also have goals of like having a family um and then retiring and like not having to worry um later just think of it as your future self that's ready to retire and you have a family, you know, I don't want to leave my kids with all my freaking debt or I want to at least relieve as much as I possibly can because 
You know, we already know the hard the truth about some of your current financial circumstances, especially those with like student loans, like it's going to take a while to pay those off. I mean, realistically, but at the same time, like, again, you are taking care of yourself by look by looking at your future self and saying, OK, future self, I'm setting we're setting us up We're we're um, going to I'm working hard now so that I can relax and live my life like when I'm ready to retire. And yeah. also having, if you want to, um, if you have dreams and aspirations or if it's your heart's desire, like to have a family and all that, you know, you're setting yourself up. So that way, when that time in your life does come, you already know all of these, you already have developed the mental strength to sacrifice, to, you already have discipline, you already know how to budget. So when kids come into the picture and all that adds like all these other extra bills and all that stuff, like you already have the mental strength to tackle that you know um so we just wanted to highlight like you know yes it may seem oh like this topic of finances is just like ugh, like no one wants to think about it but if you're just thinking about it like future self future ashley future chanel like i'm setting you up for life this is we're taking care of us okay yeah you you've hit the nail on the head because many people are scared of looking at the finances but you have to face the hard truth again resonating that same line of where you are and where you want to go because you won't have an idea of what is working for you if you're not measuring it there is no way of knowing but in the future because of the level and amount of stress that could come from not doing the right work financially you'll put yourself in a worse situation and your health could be impacted by this because you're worrying, you're not able to sleep at night, you don't have peace of mind as to how you're going to pay the next month's mortgage if you were to lose your job because you did not make any, you did not create a budget and you now don't have an emergency fund and you just spend frivolously without any care of where your money is going. So just like a snowball debt plan can work, a snowball ill financial plan can also work out of your favor as well by you not doing the right work. And so much of that comes you know from the fundamentals doing a budget looking at your finances tracking living within your means it might be a, a, a sacrifice as ashley said right now but in the future to just know where you want to go we cannot all live as the status and in the lifestyle that we want when there are certain financial limitations right now you know everybody have a different cash flow different income streams either it is one either either it is multiple and we cannot compare ourselves to them if we do then if somebody has another cash flow or another stream of income maybe you want to go and pursue one if you have the time to do so but don't be jealous of that and measure your work in the time frame that you feel is possible for you you cannot look at what anybody else is doing and feel like you should keep up do what's possible for you and do it in a way that you know if a financial circumstance were to come up you've done the work to prepare for it and if it's going to affect you in a in a negative way then you can have a backup plan you've thought of plan a and plan b to know that you can have something to cushion you from any financial blow that might happen it's planning it's planning <laughs> exactly and so, you know, just along the same lines of um, facing the hard truths, you know, taking this time to learn how to build good credit 
Um, that way, when you do have goals of saying you want to buy a car, you want to buy a home, you know, a lot of these things, or if you, if you want to uh, get another um, credit card where you start earning points and all that, some of these companies, they do have to run like a credit check. And so um, it just, again, is setting yourself up for the future and understanding um, where you want to go, as Chanel has mentioned already. Um, and looking at the goals that you just the dreams and aspirations that you have for yourself um, and understanding, OK, what are these are the steps that I need to take now to get me there? Yes, absolutely. It's a roadmap. It is literally a roadmap. You have to understand where you are. And there are many resources out there. There are many individuals like myself a financial advisor out there who is able to sit with um friends prospects clients and work with them one-on-one to ensure that a proper plan is being constructed to serve you short term and in the long term so of course fundamentals if anybody wish to do that on their own is regaining control of your finances with setting a budget a huge part of ensuring that you are mindful of where your money is coming from where it is going and some of the tips of course just get in i'm not sure if like in, in um for different um i know for me like in high school we we did accounting and just like teach tea tables so just literally put if you want to do like take a pay, a piece of paper and just put a line straight down in the middle of it income expenses and then put your, if it's either income to um, the left, expenses to the right, however you want to do that. Simple. Or you can get apps. There are apps out there. There's there's Meet Mobile. There, there's also, based on the banking institution that you use for your direct deposit, some of them do have tools within the system that you can have a budget be created. You can track your expenses. You can see where your money has been focused on based on how much you spend in different areas so taking into a, a smaller smaller niche focus on the budget to just see where your money is going and with that you might want to have different accounts open not that i'm telling you to go and open like 10 different accounts but maybe just three different accounts so you have one account your direct deposit comes into it like a conduit and then you have like your major expenses paid, either your mortgage, your rent, your insurances, your vehicle payments. You have those paid from that main account because your deposit comes through there. And then you have maybe two or three other accounts established, either your retirement savings, your insurance payments, and of course, a major one, your emergency fund. You've set aside money going directly to that. So from the budget establishment, you can have separate accounts to ensure that those goals are streamlined into those areas and you are taking like a laser focus view to have certain amounts of allotments going towards those different accounts monthly. And however you want to take it from there, you can take it. Don't let your savings sit just earning very little and definitely don't let your retirement funds just sit in a savings account earning nothing when you're planning to retire 30 years from now that will not serve you in the long term so just make sure that you're doing the small work but you're also doing the long-term work that's going to be required of you it is just so important to ensure that you are 
you're planning for that time in your life because it's going to come it's going to come fast yeah no definitely and speaking of like resources so i am currently reading a book called queenology by the one and only rc blakes and I was reading a chapter and he had a he has a whole chapter on finances and I was just like yeah he does and some of the things that I just wanted to share and if those of you that are interested in getting the book definitely do I highly recommend it it will he just comes for you and it's it just it's just like you just look at it and it's like oh man like I want to be like that queen like I and a and a, and a queen he says a queen understands her finances she understands where she's at in life she understands the importance of living within your means we touched on some of these already today too but besides living within your need your means um and that means like knowing that when you get paid like knowing where your money is going like your bills that you have are you rushing to spend it quickly to um, purchase a nice bag or get your nails done get your hair done but then your rent is over here that's due and like <laughs> you know I know we've all been there okay like I'm not we're not gonna yes it's not like you know we haven't made those mistakes in our past growing up and becoming adults but now that we are smarter we understand the value of you know, where our money should be going and just taking more accountability on that aspect. But yeah, like living within your means and just knowing that, okay, like, hey, I just got paid. These are my bills that I have. That comes before anything. These are the, this is what I'm sacrificing this month because I'm saving for something else down the line. Um, I want to, I want a new car. Like I'm making these sacrifices. Like I want to buy a home. Like, you know, I want to retire. Um, just all of these things. And then you know, understanding that he also mentioned again, like the importance of investing. Um, and, and he even mentioned like, you know, going to research about understanding like the benefits of investing, what we should be investing in, like reading up on the stock market right now. Like what are these companies like, you know, are there any other um, companies or apps or um programs where you can set up like an investment account and then you can put your money towards all these different companies and see their stocks like go up or down and purchasing stocks and all that and just you know building or starting your 401k whether that's with a private company or firm um financing firm or if that's within like your if your current employer provides that 401k like are they matching that like what does that mean like there's just no again like reason why as a queen we should not be focused and understanding where we are at financially and I just wanted to bring that book in because I've just taken so much from it already and I've only read like three chapters and that whole chapter on finance just really got to me because you know for the some of us that our parents just did everything for us they didn't really put us in that mindset or teach us how the importance of finances and the importance of like what it really means to take care of yourself and be independent so a lot of the things i had to learn on my own and this book just kind of that chapter that he had on finances just really like hit home for me um and even understanding like too like those of us that do aspire to like get married and get married and everything like it's preparing you for that too because when you have a partner you know you want to be and as much as involved as you want to in the finances like just as a family and whole like are you the type of person that 
you're just going to turn a blind eye when the bill comes and your partner takes care of all that stuff. Like, yes, I know we understand that. But at the same time, like it, you need to be in. It's just teaching you to be involved, ask more questions, like know exactly what is going on in your household and like just building these little um, mental, they becoming just yeah, building this mind muscle of understanding where find how money works and all that. That way, when you do get into um, a marriage or if you ha- want to start a business or whatever your future endeavors are, like you just have all this knowledge and I don't know, to me, knowledge is power. So I rather know so I know, you know, I can negotiate, I can do this, I can do that. Like, I, I know where I'm going. Um, I don't know, it's just so much power in that. You just, it's just so much confidence. You just walk into a room and you can negotiate this deal and all this other stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's finances can be a scary place to belong and to go for a lot of people. And, you know, as you shared, it's not something that's talked about in the household. It's not something that's talked about in the educational system. Like you barely get anything that has to do with finances from your elementary, high school. Sometimes if you don't take the classes in college, you don't even know about it. You don't even get to learn about it. But that knowledge is definitely power, as you said. You are just so much more confident. You feel more certain of yourself. You're much more aware when you feel like you have your finances together. It, it allows you to live a more independent life a more fulfilling free life you know some people go they're minimalists and they go through life feeling like they don't need to earn an income no to each his own but when you knowing that the knowing of the pressure and the worries not having a stable financial lifestyle creates you definitely want to ensure that you're on the other side of it and you have you have a vision of where you want to go and you're doing the work of what's going to call you to that place and putting those different things in, in focus for you. It's, it's a good place to know that you want to be. I'll tell you that for sure, because it's a place that, again, a lot of people are scared of even thinking of or even wanting to go and talking about their finances. Oh, man. And that is how we will be soothing her this week. <laughs> In many ways, yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> with you saying that, I was just, you know, when we, having your, having control of your finances is a great place. And sometimes you set goals and you overdo it. You set limits and you overdo it. I just got back from a, a mini birthday trip in Portugal. Shout out to the birthday girl. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. Thank you. And soothing her this week will be, I did a mental draft of my budget, what I wanted to spend and what I spend. And I think I'm within limit. I feel like I'm a few hundred dollars less than what I plan to spend. And it definitely does feel good. But I was there and everything looked great. And I was just like, oh, I went with um, euros and I had my card that I could spend. But I was like, oh, my God, this looks good. Oh, this looks good. And I swear, I'm looking at all my expenses. I'm like, oh, my God, what were you thinking, Chanel? So I'll be soothing her this week by (laughs) rerunning that budget again and looking at. I'm one who likes to look at every single expense and i don't know what it is if it's just like an impulsiveness of oh my god i can't i can't return that pretty much i can't at all i'm back here so one it's it's just like consciously conscious mindful connection with my money 
I want to be reminded of where I spent my money. Like I know for sure when I travel again, I'm not going to spend as much money as I did on pastries. <laughs> that was a huge breaker for me. So it's just, you know, consciously ensuring that you are aware of what happened and how you want to change and where that next focus is going to be. How do I, how do I start planning for my next trip? Because this was a trip that I planned. I ensured that I set aside money for it. It was just like snap of the finger, let's go to Portugal. It was a planned trip for months. So I knew it was coming. So, and I do want to take another trip next year for my birthday. So it's not going to be, okay, where do you want to go and how much do you want to spend there back to square one again but of course looking at how much did i spend right now to ensure that i'm staying within my own limits i'll be soothing her this week with this long tale of portugal my expenses and ensuring that i looked at where i spent my money and how much i spent yeah no that's totally fine i mean we all a we've all been there and to be honest give yourself some grace girl it is your birthday so I don't mind treating, right. treating myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how I'll be seeing her this week. So I will do something a little similar. Um, I have a lot of engagements coming up this year where me and a lot of my other friends in my group, we are all turning 30 this year. And I really would love one of my goals this year is to try my best to make it to as many as those as I possibly can and really looking at where I'm at financially and saying, okay, can I afford this trip? What is this trip going to entail? What can I sacrifice in between those trips so that I can be able to do that? Because I don't know, turning 30 is just a magical time and I I really want to like live it to the fullest. So even currently, as we're speaking, I'm on trip number two for my friends. So <laughs> I'm currently in Cabo, Mexico, celebrating my other girlfriend's 30th, living it up here in Cabo, you know. Um, and then the next trip I have um, is another friend's 30th. And then my 30th will be um, in June. And then I have my lovely roommate is also turning 30 in September. Um, and it's just like, okay, bam, 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 bam. But um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. And I, this year, I, well, this week I'll be soothing her by just like, you know, checking in with everyone. Where are we going? Where are we at? Um, can you give me asking them for a budget? Like, what are you thinking that these trips are going to cost or, um, and then taking a look at my own finances and saying, okay, this is where I'm at. These are my, this is already a good group of my monthly spending and my bills and everything. But then looking like, okay, you know, what, where can I cut down so that way I can make sure that I'm I'm present because this is something that I I value is just being there for people and celebrating just like milestones like this. Um, and so that's what I'm I'm going to be doing and, sh- and cherishing and, and um, soothing her this week. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate it. That is so true. Checking in with them because you want to ensure that what they're thinking of spending is as you said something that's possible for you to spend as well it's not disrupting your own finances so as we go into 2024 so in her community think of your finances and how that has been maneuvered cared for and loved um, during the past few years and how you want that to look this year don't be afraid of it and know 
it is a place of strength when you are in full awareness of what your finances look like uh, yes everyone that chanel mentioned please let us know reach out to us like if you do have any tips or advice or if you have any questions yourself that you would like to ask you know chanel is a financial advisor herself so she'd be a great resource you know and i'm here just to support um and please send us a message whether on instagram at soothing h.e.r send us a message on there send us an email at soothingher at gmail.com audience community we would love to hear from you um and we thank you so much for tuning in with us this week on another episode and we will catch y'all next time next month is the month of love so we're we gonna be touching some nice topics <laughs> yes 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 it is oh my goodness love all right, let's go back to that place of our heartbreaks and starting this healing journey. But nevertheless, we're looking we're looking for a very love-filled month with you. And stay in touch with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone.